Comics. Movies. Music. Video games. Technology. Blu-ray. Television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. The world we know is gone. No internet. No GPS. No text messages. No podcasts. In a world ruled by the dead, we are finally forced to start living. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Walking Dead TV podcast, episode 317. This is Russ, and with me is Aaron and Jim. Hey, no, 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 I'm Jim 1980X. Yes, <laughs> Jim 1980X. <laughs> Love uh, Dragon Core. <laughs> That's where we're going tonight, people. We're going off the rails with this, what we're going to be talking about tonight. Like, here are rails. Here is the story going in a perpendicular direction from the rails. The story is out of hand and, and bizarre and wonderful in so many ways. And It's called Rick Grimes 2000. So. Yes. Or as I like to call it, Robert Kirkman's What If. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Combining elements of... Uh, Extreme Studios comics, Star Wars, uh, Alien Invasion movies. Um, 2000 AD comics, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So uh, this will be just a, a, probably a very short and breezy episode. We, we Like uh, like the guys have mentioned, we're just going to talk about Skybound X, which was a weekly five-issue anthology series put out by um, not just Robert Kirkman, but by the it's kind of like a um again anthology book about skybound titles being the 10th anniversary of skybound yeah and it showcases like a lot of their characters and creators and all doing like kind of offbeat stuff yeah so so this one specifically is like a what if version of walking dead but with all the things you mentioned but the other because each issue has four stories right four different um Comic stories? I believe so. Four, four or yeah, five? I believe it's four, right? Yeah, because it, yeah, yeah, it, 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 it leads off of Walking Dead, and then it will have like three other ones that are all of different titles. Um, are the other one? maybe you guys are more aware of this than I am, cause I, like they have little intros or whatnot, but are the other ones also, are they side stories or just like teases of the thing that you can buy or like what if scenarios like this? Um, I believe after reading some of them, they are uh, they are not what if type stories. I believe they are either previews, yeah, previews of books that are going to be coming out, or new tales of properties that have come out in the past. Got it. Um. So yeah, some of them I've skipped over. Some of them I've read. I mean, there's there's just some I of them. I, yeah. yeah, I just haven't haven't been. You know, it's like any anthology book, right? You know, you get. Mm-hmm. You get some good ones. You get some ones that are maybe not so good, um, or just not your interest. Like you know, it, it, like right? Some it, of the art style, and I'm just like, yeah, it's not really my thing. So I just kind of like breeze past it and go to the next thing. Like, so, but some were pretty cool. Like one, I ordered the um, like the first uh, trade for because like this looks neat. I want to check more of this out. So yeah, yeah, it's I, I, probably and, the idea, you know, for sure. Yeah, and that's that's exactly. It's not that they're quote bad. Or they're just you know not my cup of tea. There's a Clementine story. Um, in here, which we've you know we mentioned on the podcast before, uh, it's it's I think that's in 
issue is it issue one or is it issue it's two? A, it's an it's an issue one. Issue one, yeah. An issue one, and it's like I, it, again, like eight pages, I think, or or something. It's very short, um, and like the full book comes out next year. Like that's the thing. That one, I specifically skipped that story because I have not finished the game yet. However, update on the game: I played. I'm in the final ep- the final chat season. There are four chapters. I, or four episodes. I played. I played the third episode a couple weeks ago, and it was awesome. Nice. So, I, I need. To, I need to go back and figure. Out. I, I know I started it. Good. I just don't recall how far I got into it. I, All right. So it well, took, well, since took, you have, oh, I'm sorry. I was gonna real quick. It took. It took me like several minutes to make sure I was gonna start the right episode because I was trying. I was like doing like detective work, thinking like, well, I got trophies from this one, so <laughs> like, did I get this far? <laughs> like, look, it's like okay, it's been a while. I, I must have finished two because I have like the completed two and like got trinkets and stuff. Did I finish three though? And then like their trophy layout's weird, so I finally like feels like all right, starting with three, done. And I did it. It was like okay, good. This is where I left off. I sw- I'm at a PS5 now, so I, like, I kind of ruined all my choices, but it's mostly what I remember as far as like how my character was. So it's all cool. So I finished three, and it's great. Now I'm, i got one chapter le- episode left, and then I'll be set with this game. <laughs> so. It is cool how they broke off into chapters like that. You can kind of take it as little parts, you know, rather uh-huh. than yeah. going through. But um, I, I won't spoil anything about from the Clementine story for you, Aaron. I will just say, hashtag not my Clementine, and leave okay. it at that. <laughs> Yeah, we'll talk about it when you get caught up. That's yeah. all. I, I was curious if like the writers are the same from the game as the comic. I wasn't sure exactly, but we'll, I guess I'll see and find out. Yeah, um, but yeah, so we're not gonna again. We're not gonna talk about that story, and and there's not much to it. So I think I think that'll be probably better served maybe when the book comes out to to maybe talk about that in uh, in a little more more detail. Um, do you? Real quick, do you mm-hmm. think because they're doing the Walking Dead anthology story, right? The the show, the show, right? Tales from the Walking Dead. Tales from the Do you think that they would like bring Clementine into that and use her as like a linchpin? Like every few episodes, Ooh. you get a, a Clementine story. I it wouldn't surprise me if they do. That would be really that'd be cool. that'd be a pretty good in like how to incorporate her into the live action world. Oh yeah, totally. So yeah, heads up for anybody not listening. Uh, go pick up Skybound X number one in comic form because uh, if they do bring Clementine into the show, I guarantee you this book will shoot up overnight in value from whatever it is to ten x that. Um, it already has. Yeah, As, seriously, speculators are already jumping on this one. So yeah, uh, uh, I thought it was cool to see Kirkman with Ryan Otley again. Yeah, those two yeah. work so well together. I mean, you know, for, um, the whole run of Invincible, and it just plus it's cool to see them teamed up on Walking Dead rather than on Invincible. It's kind of a cool change of pace. To yeah. See his take on these characters for sure. So yeah, so we're just going to focus on the Rick Rhymes two thousand story. Um, I, I don't, I, I don't know that we're going to literally go beat for beat here and kind of like retell it, but just kind of hit the. I, I think it's, I think it's. You know, we'll just kind of hit the high points. Um, again, unlike the comic, although the deluxe version now, of course, is being reprinted all in color. This is, you know, uh, as Jim as Jim mentioned, it's it's Robert Kirkman writing. It's Ryan Otley um, doing doing the the pencils. Um, Got uh, um, Cliff Rathburn on inks, uh, Dave McCrabe on color. And by the way, there are a ton of covers to this that are yeah. tied to the Rick Rhymes. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Alley did one, Tilly Walden, uh, James Heron and Dave Stewart, Charlie Adler from The Walking Dead, uh, Yoshi yeah. Yoshitani, uh, Tyler Kirkham, and uh, Alejandro Sanchez. So, 
I gotta say, like the the art style, the covers, all, and even like just the stories are. T- this all seems like it's made for like deviant art, as far as just like artists chiming in, <laughs> yeah, what they want to do with this. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot, even the in like in terms of how it's telling the story. Obviously, it's a what if kind of thing, but. There's such a, not that it's like poorly intended, but there's such a like a vibe of like, wouldn't it be cool if like this and this and this and they just kept right. writing ideas down and then just turned it into actual art for this comic book. Yeah. yeah so now, isn't this, so this story seems like, if I recall, if I remember this correctly from how the book originated at Image, when he went to Jim Valentino, Valentino like he actually lied to Valentino and told him he knew how the story started. And it cause, cause Valentino was like, Oh, I, I, he didn't, wasn't his response to Kirkman. Well, zombies are kind of played out. And Kirkman's response was, Oh, well it, it, it was, it's really aliens. Like aliens caused this zombie plague. And he kind right. of threw that in there. That's what he told them. Yeah. That's and very then, funny. I didn't hear that before, but that's he, very funny. Yeah. He, he totally lied to Jim Valentino, um, to, to get the book greenlit. And then when it came out, he just never went back to the premise of like where they came from. And the book was such a hit at that point. Valentino didn't, you know, obviously didn't go back to him on it. Um, so the, the premise of the book is, is, we, at the beginning, we start, we get a little recap of like, this is Rick Grimes and this is who he is. And he's this, you know, badass that, you know, gathered all these people to fight the, you know, the zombie hordes and kept us safe. And then, it, and then it just takes this hard left turn of, and then aliens came <laughs> and, um, real quick, where, because I feel like this is important. Do you, where does this story pick up? Like it's after Carl gets shot in the face. So, <laughs> So he's, well, what I was thinking, I mean, there's a shot here of him and Tyrese and Michonne and Carl and Andrea standing together. So yeah. I was thinking around that part of the story, like that time period when the, that group was, to, you know, the, they were all part of the group. That's, so we, I mean, that's the only real like indication I could see. But to be honest, it's all over the timeline and map in the story, dude. It's yeah, like, like I don't think continuity it's, is not. I don't think it's here. trying to play into <laughs> it, but but it does get to, it does when like Carl's intro and we do establish that people can be brought back to life because of nanites. Um, so I mean, we don't necessarily lose everybody. <laughs> Thank but you, it does, Dale Kojima. <laughs> but it does establish that Carl like lost an eye. So like, it's I, definitely I, after the governor. After the, it's definitely after the gov. When does Carl lose an eye? Is that when does that happen? That's um, that's that's Negan, right? No, that's mm, a, it's, it's before, before Negan. Before Negan, yeah. It's like it's got to be right around like what? Like it's definitely after the prison. What's what stupid villain am I missing? <laughs> this happens with. <laughs> I don't think it was any villain because so spoiler for the comics, but wasn't it when they were holed up in that place? And they were, it was like Rick and Andrea and the, and the group of, um, I'm trying to think they were like moving from one place to the other. And then, and then that's when Carl got shot in the eye. Okay. I'm, I'm trying to remember. It's been so long. It's not Alexandria, is it? I think, I think it was. Yeah. I think it was Alexandria. I think it was the first time Alexandria got like overrun and. That's what it is. There it is. It's like his son Ron hated Rick. Rick pulled his Ron pulled a gun on Rick. Michonne stabbed him. Yeah, then Ron pulled the trigger on reflex, and Carl turned. Yeah, because Rick Rick turns around, and there's like Carl's Carl's looking at his face. Yeah. Okay. 
So it's got to be like around then, because it feels yeah. like the it feels like they don't know who Negan is when this. No, for sure. Yeah, they yeah. for sure don't know Negan, and it's clearly yeah. after the governor because well, you know. Uh, yeah, we're gonna get all this. Lori, stuff. <laughs> yeah, Lori's dead, and you know, and and even because he shoots the one guy because he was gonna sell him out to the governor, and he's like, it, they had like that awkward reunion. Um, yeah. But it, anyway, it kind of mirrors the first issue where it starts with this one page recap and then Rick waking up in a hospital again. But the, instead, the, this right. time, the hospital is on the alien ship. And it, obviously, it's after he loses his hand because he's got the he's instead of uh, just just missing his lower part of his arm. He actually has a uh, alien mechanical, you know, cyborg hand. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then comes across a. Uh, a costume with a bunch of pouches on it. There, there's totally a lot of like uh, Rob Liefeld Extreme Studios, uh, uh, either um, takeoffs or homage or um, parody, whatever you want to call it, um, in this book. Because a lot of these characters that we end up meeting from here on out are completely decked out in like ridiculous ass costumes. Um, when when we finally skipping ahead a little bit, but when Andrea finally shows up at a pivotal moment at one point, she is totally cable in Andrea form where she literally has the metal arm like cable. She's got this gun that's just ginormous um, and has 50 million. She's got pouches um, all around her belt. She's got a a pouch, a a belt with pouches above the belt. She's got uh, a a ring of pouches above each uh, knee on each leg. I mean, the, this version of the governor take, uh, takes that cyber trope from the '90s comics, where he has like a giant like clamp for a right hand. Yeah, uh, there's that one scene where he, like uh, you know uh, takes off Michonne's head, the top of Michonne's head, and he lo- he definitely looks like like you said, like an image supervillain. I mean, you know, Cyber Force and Cyclone yeah. and like, all of that cyber stuff from that same period. So yeah, it's definitely a shout out to that. I think the over the top violence. Uh, and everything makes me think of uh, 2000 AD quite a bit uh, as far as an influence. And definitely like your 80s action movies, that kind of like uh, aesthetic is here. So, I mean, it's a good like pop culture blender of different influences, like all kind of loosely tied to The Walking Dead. And it's super fun. I, I really like it. I like how the, the, the plan for aliens is to use, uh, to turn the humans into superhumans. <laughs> yes. So they could harvest water for them. <laughs> yeah, the plot of this Great. is like the plot of, of V, uh, where the, the the instead of using the humans for food, they they do want the water. Um, yeah. But yeah, well, Rick so gets to, Rick even gets honest, a lightsaber. Plan, I'm sorry, but to be honest, this is the same plan as Planet Nine from Outer Space. The aliens came and resurrected the dead first, and right. then tried to yeah, that was their plan. They were going to invade, so. A little nod to that too, I think. But yeah, the concept here is that the aliens came and resurrected the dead, um, and then they plan on using the, the humans for labor. So you know, there, there's nanites. So they basically, unless your brain <laughs> is completely destroyed, you could be resurrected. So everyone gets resurrected. I mean, the you know the 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 main part of the story starts with. Um, the governor, you know, like Jim said, the governor coming back to life with this crazy claw for a hand uh, and a resurrected uh, Lori, who um, mm-hmm. uh, is is literally like this. Um, what do you call it? Like 
He's like, like at his feet, like a Bor- Boris Vallejo painting. Yes, you know? it's 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 almost like, like the, the classic Star leg. Wars. <laughs> yeah, the classic it, original Star Wars poster of Leia, you know, down beside Luke as he's holding the lightsaber up. Um, except this, this, this very much gives me the feeling that like they just don't like Lori. Like that's kind of the impression I, I get from like she's yeah. So, in this, she's like so simpering and like trying to get Rick to you know to to join the alien cause, and she just has no like redeeming qualities at all. Other than Rick likes her, you know, it's funny. Yeah, and at the climax of one of the parts, like Lori's, who kind of comes across as uh, as resurrected but human, like doesn't have any noticeable um, robotic parts or anything like that, and then just out of the blue on the last page, uh, her arm turns into this crazy like something out of Akira style yeah. uh, <laughs> weapon that that. Uh, right. You know, across between um, Tetsuo from Akira and Random from the X Men, um, <laughs> you know, bl- you know, threatening to blow Rick's head off uh, if he doesn't surrender um, for for what's going on. So it's just while while she's in this dominatrix style uh, outfit, right. I forgot about the lightsaber fight. Rick finds the lightsaber. Yeah, he finds a lightsaber. Just yeah, sitting around. Like, well, Michonne has a light. Michonne has the lightsaber. Oh, right. Yeah, and, and the, then when and her the, head is locked, and the off. governor, the governor kills Michonne, and he he does like an extendo. He goes, "Go, go, gadget arm" to grab the grab yes. the lightsaber right. and gets in a battle with him. Then he, <laughs> then he tries to intimidate the little alien, who turns out to be the big alien. Yeah, um, and then of course that's when Andrea shows up. And at this point, Rick has been ripped in half. Um, Andrea shows up and says, like, hey, we don't die. Um, here's some nanites. This will basically just magically put you together. And she literally, through one of her pouches, pulls out these nanites and drops it on Rick so that he could be uh, resurrected. And then she has her standoff with the governor. And the governor's like, hey, no hard feelings, right? Like, I know we kind of, like, left on bad terms, but no hard feelings. And... She takes out her gun that's five times larger than she is and shoots him in the face. <laughs> See, as a counter, as much as they seem to dislike Lori, they really like Andrea and Michonne because they're not going to do anything to keep them from coming back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to find the line from Rick or whoever it is, but somebody says, wow, that's really extreme. Like, it, it it's, yeah. again, a nod to Rob Liefeld's Extreme Studios from, from the 90s. But it's like just looking at this, it like they're presenting, even though it's a what if scenario, they're presenting this thing. It's like my wife's back and they immediately like dispose of her as the best they can. So they can immediately get to write to Andrea and to Michelle again. So it's like they just have no regard. Yeah. <laughs> even in this fantasy scenario where Rick could have like the things that he wants back and Carl could have his mother back. He's like, yeah, we don't like Lori. <laughs> it seems like they're, they're, they're thrown here. And when they get back to their sanctuary. Um, they actually call it Sanctuary. We find that Eugene has turned into Doc Ock, which is uh, wonderful. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah he has the goggles and and the harness, and he's walking around. And it's funny because it's it's not like Doc Ock arms from like the comics. It's like you know those um what do they call them? Those gorilla tripods that you use for cameras, exactly. That have the balls. You know, it's like made up of a bunch of little balls that you can kind of wrap around stuff. That's what right. Eugene's Doc Ock legs look like. Uh, so again, it's it's really funny, and and Carl and his cyborg guy, and then it's just hilarious because like Carl is riding around on literally the hoverboard from Back to the Future Part Two. It's it's the pink Mattel uh, hoverboard that has the the little you know 
magnet things on the bottom of it and they've got like ice cream and it's it's just like it's this one page montage of like i don't know it's like a 12 is, 12 panel it's, page it's the most otley thing too yes. this is it, this is very much what otley could do in invincible like easily you could see this blending right <laughs> in given all these panels and this like bits right. of information being shared in, in all like what 15 frames of this or whatever yeah he had a lot of practice putting a lot of exposition in invincible so. yeah I, I like uh, I like uh, princess coming get princess. I'm princess. I'm pansexual. Love is love. That's my character. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, just yep. throws her in there. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny, and it's just like all these cuts. It's like, and then it's like, uh, you know, cyborg Andrea and Rick having sex, and it's like it's just this just crazy montage. It's like Carl doing weird sciencey stuff. Um, you know, uh, you know, blowing things up. You know, Eugene doing Eugene stuff. Uh, it's it's just it's so. <coughs> it's like the again the most extreme version of each one of these characters that we come to know and doing just silly stuff. It's, it's funny. It's like um, the entire story of this is told in like the one splash page with Michonne with all the word balloons, and then like this page. That's like yes. the, the whole like any story that happens in this story is between those two things. The rest of it is just. All and out people attacking things and blowing the, things up. What's also so this page happens where you get all this stuff, and I laughed out loud when the next page happened because that's oh, when, yeah. Yeah. when <laughs> Negan flies in in a fucking goblin glider. goblin glider. Yes. And he's like, "Did somebody order a Negan?" <laughs> it it's like I love the I Negan like stuff. Like, two, like it's separated in half. Yeah, it's loose. It fits very much in here, obviously, because it's Negan, so it's already over the top. It's yeah, like, yeah. Of course, he, of course, he blends into this. <laughs> yeah, it's it's literally two halves of the sword. One is called Lou, and one of them is called Sill. Um, and it's it's a blue and a purple uh, bat that's been split in half, kind of like I guess what like the He Man's like the the He Man sword that gets forged exactly like that. Says I have the power. Yes, he says I have the power. Yes. <laughs> But it's like, like it's the, it's the one well, like the the um the barbed wire is crackling and like lightning around it. Yes. It's all glowing. His face is contorted. Oh my god, that's hilarious! But the Did fact that order a Negan just kills me. Yeah, well, it's hilarious too because you know Negan obviously in the comics is kind of a caricature of a human being with his you know constant profanity and and everything else. And then they bring him into this comic, and he's like a parody of a parody character. <laughs> so yeah. it's like at one point he, oh, where I got to get to to it, where him and Rick are facing off, and he's like, uh, he's like talk too much, and he says, "You think I don't know that?" <laughs> yeah, that, that's one of them. And he's like, "I'm going to turn your face into a donut with a bat sized hole in the middle of it, and then I'm going to do nothing else with that hole." Because let's not kid ourselves, Lucille is the only bat sized thing I have. And he's like, I'm talking about my ever-sized penis. <laughs> it's just like, it's like, you know, because obviously, in the if this was the main comic, you know, it would be this, you know, analogy of what, uh, of of what Negan is going to do to Rick's, you know, skull when he puts a, you know, a hole in it, that kind right. of thing. This line kills me. Your blood is fucking steak sauce, and Lucille yeah. and I are going to lap it up. She's a vampire bat, and I'm a vampire man. I'm a motherfucking vampire. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like this is just like them writing ideas and sticking them on the wall and seeing which one's the best. <laughs> yes, the things he can say. <laughs> oh boy! And then Michonne comes back in like this Lex Luthor style uh, yeah. battle back suit from Michonne. Yeah, 
it's like purple and green, like like the Luthor suit, um, and and has all these gadgets and and weapons on it. Um, I'm sorry, sir. The next Luthor suit was actually green and purple. True. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she looked more like a sentinel, to be honest. Like with true. Yeah, 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 yeah. Polished shields and stuff, but yeah, it's great. Like you can see exactly where her head was taken off. <laughs> yes, and put back together. Yeah, like, like, what is it? What is it that He-Man villain with the with the with the mandib? What is it? Man, man, mandib- trap jaw. Yeah, trap jaw. Yeah. So, as if this isn't enough, they're also like, let's throw the whispers in here. Let's get yes. Alpha and Beta into this and they're oh like God, fully, yeah. they're like fully in love versions of them where they're yes. just like they like come in create chaos and then stop to make out with each other and, but, and somehow and that like so that brings in this like their love energy attracts all the other zombies that they've been leading and becomes one giant mega zombie <laughs> <laughs> yeah this thing's like 40 feet tall and is comprised of just nothing but zombies and it's funny because because we find out that Negan's like Lucille is like the the Pied Piper, right? Like it has yeah. the ability to control all of the other zombies and can do whatever whatever he wants them to do. The the drawing on that is, I mean, it's ridiculous, but it's it's pretty incredible. It's like you know they had, oh, yeah. had to draw like this. You know, the pitch the pitch was. Okay, we need a million zombies to make up one big zombie. How do you do that, please? And he, and he did it. Like I say, it looks great. It's kind of like World War Z, except yeah. instead of filing, yeah. you know, f- like forming a pile, they've actually formed a uh, like a, uh, a, a a being. Yes, like uh, what Sandman, <clears throat> Spider Man Three, just made a big giant Sandman. Yes, like a big giant zombie. <laughs> yes, all made of zombies. And of course, they're able to, you know. D- defeat uh, the uh, first. Defeat. Michonne pulls out a knife three times her height from somewhere. And yeah, cuts himself off from the zombie. Yeah, like a big then chainsaw. Rick, Rick rides Carl's hoverboard up the side of the <laughs> <Yes>. zombie, <laughs> cuts into it, and rides his uh, lightsaber down until he sees Alpha and Beta making out and takes them out. And then is re- immediately says, "I really should have thought this through." As he's getting tumbled and rained on by a t- giant cloud assembled. Yeah, the whole uh, thing collapses. Pretty great. And then and, Maggie yeah. gets her her just desserts uh, by punching Negan to the point where one of his eyeballs flies out of his head. Yeah, to get vengeance. For, for yes. <laughs> Yeah, and at this point, it's like at the end of the story. It's just like this montage of this is how we defeated the aliens and yeah, and you, you know the, controlled get, everything. And Rick is the greatest man ever to live in the f- history of mankind. And um, you know, then we cut to like old Carl, um, <laughs> yes. you know, talking to a reporter, um, with his daughter outside living in the country, and uh, he's like, "So, what's your dad up to these days?" And he's like, "Yeah, pretty much the same." And then we cut to like older Rick from the comics where he's got like the full, you know, beard, full uh, beard, shaved head. Yeah. Full beard, shaved head. Right. And him and Andrew and Andrea somehow miraculously now doesn't have like full cyborg arms and stuff anymore. They're in like in Rick as well. Like they're back to, uh, you know, mostly normal. Um, I guess the nanites have fully healed him or whatever. Um, uh, and then they basically just, just have reformed the earth with all this alien tech and head off into space. Uh, to be ready to fight the aliens when they decide to come back, uh, Independence Day style. It's just, it's, it's, it's so crazy, just absolutely crazy. 
and and literally yeah. Rick's ship has a big zombie head on the front, like you know, yeah. like a World War Two, you know, bomber or something, and it says RG two K on the on the nose of, nose cone of of the of the ship. But yeah, it's just it's literally like Kirkman just sat down and said, like, let's do the wackiest, craziest concepts, um, and and just they just put it on the page. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. It's like I said, it's a lot of fun, disparate pop culture elements I enjoy put into a blender, and you know, it was and it, it was it's it, goofy. It's playing on stuff you know, so it's easy to read because you're just like, yeah, you get it. <laughs> you see, yeah. you see all, all these characters that have either you know died or around or whatnot, but it's like, oh, they're all back together in weird sci-fi mode and whatnot. So that's Rick Grimes 2000. I, I highly recommend it. So allegedly, so they are doing, I guess, second printings of all these books. Yeah. And they're doing like a five-part connecting cover. Allegedly, these are not going to be reprinted in trade. So so Kirkman has said, like, this is, you know, quote, unquote, the only way you can get the, these stories is in this anthology, and they're not going to trade it or collect it. So, I mean, I... I I'm I'm of the opinion never say never, but it it doesn't look like in the immediate future there's any. I mean, at this point they've solicited months in advance uh, in previews, and and there definitely is no collected edition. So, if it's something you want to, and I, is this? I'm trying to think. Is this? A, can you? I don't even think this is available. Did can you get this on Comicsology? Is this a digital? Let me. I got a review copy straight from my Image. So let me so. see if. I'm going to look on Comixology. Uh, yeah. Okay. So you can you can buy these yeah. on uh, Comixology. So if you, you if go. you're not a print person or don't want to head out to the comic shop, you can go to like Comixology and buy the issues um, directly from from them. It looks like issue one and two are two ninety nine each, and then three, four, and five are four ninety nine. So um, I think usually a month after the books come out, they usually drop a little bit. So. Um, if you're not in a hurry to read this, you might give it a little bit and you might be able to pick up all of them for less than 15 bucks. Yeah. Or if you have a uh, comiXology unlimited with your Amazon account, uh, a lot of their, uh, the, usually like about a six month, uh, wait on most image books. So, yeah. But yeah, I highly recommend checking it out. If nothing else, I mean, just for the wackiness, the Ryan Oddly art. I mean, it looks. I mean, it looks really good. I mean, the the, yeah. the art, the color, the the you know everything is is really really. Solid. Yeah, it's all in color, by the way, too. Yes, <laughs> uh, yes, that's the other uh, thing is it's, it's all yeah. color. So, um, have you guys been reading any of the color uh, reprints? Of I have. One? No, I've been getting them all. Okay, and. What did you notice a lot of difference or um I, I mainly just kind of skimmed them. I haven't actually sat down to like read them, read them. You know, when they come in, I just kind of flip through them and, and just look for things. Um, I like it. I mean, again, it's it doesn't there's nothing earth shattering in there. Um, but it is interesting to kind of see that, you know, that touch put on put on the books. I was just curious if it really you know, added anything to it. I mean, I I um, you know, I had the black and white, obviously. But, uh, I mean, I've seen some of the colored pages, and they look fine. You know, it's enough to be worth you know, revisiting. You know, just. Yeah, I mean, for me, <laughs> it's kind of a way to get those early issues again, you know, because I don't, I don't have – I mean, I've got them in trade, but I don't have the actual issues. So it's kind of cool to see, you know, the, just where the breaks are and everything and, and, and then, you know, combine that with the color as well. It's just kind of a neat experiment to kind of, like, relive it as it was coming out. And they come out – I think there's two a month. They come out two two issues a month. So, and my understanding is they've, 
I think they've got them colored through issue like 100 or something like that. Or this was before the first one came out. I think they had the first issues already, 100 issues already recolored. So the plan is to to literally do the entire run, um, you know, reissue the entire run in color. So I thought maybe this would be one of those things where they would start off and do maybe 20 or 30 issues and then it would just kind of peter out. But um, but it doesn't look like it. I'll be waiting for the inevitable compendium hardcover trade uh, color editions <laughs> for all of these. So, Remastered. Yeah, so then they can be uh, collected and, and, and gotten that way too. So. And I'll sell it to you as an NFT in a few years. So. Of course, of course. Yeah, I mean, that was really it. Like I said, we just wanted to kind of... Um, Plus, we miss you. Yeah, yeah, it's a way to record. We're going to be talking to you a lot soon, though, so get ready. We got yeah. Plenty of us. Yeah, so... As we rec- this is August thirteenth. As we record this, uh, it looks like if you have if you're an AMC Plus customer, you'll be able to catch the first episode on the fifteenth, and then and then every week there from from there. Because um, I guess the plan for the main sh- uh, or for um, uh, the plan for the main show is for all of the 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 season episodes or at least this portion of the season to be available a full week early. Um, right. The first episode is fifteen uh, August fifteenth. Yep. Yep. I do not pay f- extra for AMC Plus, so I will be um, watching it on the 22nd. So we're going to follow the same. We're going to follow the broadcast schedule for, you know, when we release podcast episodes. Um, so we'll record, you know, usually between Monday and Wednesday uh, after the episode airs on Sunday. And then, you know, you try and get the episode out by the end of the week. So that'll, I that'll say I don't oh, I was going to say if you if you are interested in AMC Plus. If you get through Amazon, you can get it packaged with Shutter, uh, and I think it's only like ten bucks or something. It's super cheap because that's what I did. Oh, nice! So. And I guess you were saying before we started recording, Jim, like Verizon is going to start offering it free with if you're a Verizon customer. Right. Offering uh, with a new home internet wireless customer, you get twelve free months of AMC Plus. Yeah. So there you go. There we go. If you, if you get a cell phone anyway, I mean, what the heck? You might as well. Yeah, take advantage of it. I guess that's well, it. Like yeah. I said we just wanted to well, just just kind of talk about this thing because it was just so ridiculous as it was coming out, and we just we just felt we wanted to just kind of yak about it. So let us know what you what you think of of it. Um, you know, we'll, we'll definitely post this episode up and have a thread. And if anybody has any comments or whatever they want us to read on the next episode, uh, definitely drop them there. And then if not, we'll be back as you record as you hear this episode. You'll we'll probably be a week away from. Um, from the main episodes proper starting back up again. So I guess real quick, uh, Aaron North, what do you got going on? I know, I know, uh, things are getting movie season is getting, it appears to be getting busy again. So what do you, what, what all you got going on? It's busy enough for now. We'll see what happens as far as screenings go. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you there. Um, but yes, I do host a podcast out now with Aaron and a with my friend, Abe. we talk about weekly movie releases, Still, yeah, there's still a lot. I mean, like Shang-Chi's coming up in a few weeks' time. Candyman's coming up, which I'm really looking forward to. uh, Which is also the subject of our next commentary track, because we do commentary tracks every month, and that should be a lot of fun. Oh, nice. Um, What else? I write for a number of sites. I write for Wheel of Entertainment, where you can find all my Walking Dead uh, TV reviews. I will be coming back as soon as the main show starts, as as, as well as my movie reviews. I write at Why So Blue for Blu-ray reviews and Criterion coverage. And uh, I do some stuff for a variety occasionally. I have something coming up for uh, Don't Breathe 2, actually. And yeah. um, I'm on Twitter at Aaron's PS4. 
Mr. Dietz. Every week you can catch me, Donnie Salvo, and uh, Dr. Kern himself, Mr. Daryl Taylor, talking uh, movies and entertainment and TV news. On uh, Every week uh, we do our thing. We just said episode uh, 420, so that was a lot of fun. Um, you know, put in your own uh, yeah. green-friendly jokes there. Anyway, <laughs> you can catch me there every week. Um, you know, we also just released a new episode of The Players Club. It's at the TaylorNetworkerPodcast.com. It's our monthly look at video games, and we talked about all the great stuff going on at E3 and all the not-so-great stuff going on at Blizzard and Activision lately. So check that out. It's with me and Bill Colon and uh, Jason Hendricks from Epic Level Bard. And uh, I'm intermittently streaming over on Twitch when I feel like it. Uh, lately, I've been doing a Skyrim mod called uh, Indorel, and uh, it's been very fun. And you can check me out at uh, twitch.tv slash Jones. Russ? Cool. You can stay tuned to HHWLOD right here um, for us to talk about The Walking Dead and then anything else that might pop up that we decide to cut an episode about, um, as well as over at the Taylor Network of Podcasts. You can check me out on Gotham by Geeks. Um, I think this weekend or early next week, we're going to be recording uh, our uh, episode on um, Long Halloween Part 2. So, oh, good. That was really good. Really yeah, so you'd that. look forward to that um, coming up. Um, but that's pretty much it. So, again, thanks everybody for tuning in to this little special episode we did. Um, and we will see you back next week uh, where we'll be talking about not silly, not this silly nonsense uh, and craziness that is uh, Rick Grimes 2000, but the actual uh, final season of The Walking Dead.